And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for staying with us. We have Randy Buffy on the program, buffyarchitect.com, 612-747-3150. And, of course, you're listening to Your Real Estate Chalk Talk, hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group, all one word, hittnergroup.com. Okay, so we went out to break, and you were talking about a project are coming up or, or a story you're about to tell? Well, two doors down from me, mm-hmm. um, there is a family that is growing and their house is too small. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing the opposite. They're actually, they're going to enlarge. They're going to move about a mile to the to the west over into Edina because they get more bedrooms. They have separate workspaces. Right now, everything is overlapping and the house is too small. And so the husband and wife are both working at home and kids and mm-hmm. they had to get a nanny in just because you know what how, what do you do with the kids when you're working at right. home and so um they're actually moving because they need more space mm-hmm. and so they're in an earlier we were talking about phases yeah. um they're more acquisition, into the acquisition like phase mm-hmm. you know where well you think about it you're acquiring kids and yeah. cars and houses yep. and educations and there's a you know, that's just a phase. Yeah, I mean, it really so is. people go through that. Maybe they might be aged 28 to 45 or thereabouts. And, um, but philosophically, I think, and I don't know if this is true for everybody, but for, for me, you realize that the relationships are more important than the stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, when you, when you get a little bit older, you start thinking about what is really a priority mm-hmm. and having a 6,000 square foot house, architecturally designed very cool yeah yeah but at some point when it's just one or two of you who's going to clean that thing and you know somebody still has to make so yeah you hand it off to the next person that they have a growing family and it's a perfect fit yeah so it's great when did you sell i'm sorry when did you sell your property uh may may actually yeah nice job that's awesome all right so you showed me a picture uh about a house um, that you're working on right now. And mm-hmm. I comment as very contemporary looking. And one of the features that I noticed on there is a lot of flat roofs. And flat roofs traditionally in Minnesota are like, oh my God, it's got a flat roof. You know, that's going to leak, blah, blah, blah. The leak water's going to sit on it. Yeah. Yep. Frank Lloyd Wright had a lot of flat roof design and his homes were notorious for roof leaks. and and uh, But they're on every commercial building in the city. You have tens of hundreds of millions of square miles of commercial buildings with flat roofs. And if they failed, none of those buildings would have that flat roof on it. Right. The Achilles heel, whether it's a sloped roof or a flat roof, is the details. Meaning, where are the intersections at the dormers and how is the flashings handled at roof drains on flat roofs or scuppers where the water flows out over the side and down into downspouts? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if a well-installed, you know, membrane roof, whether it's a TPO or if it's an EPDM, um, those roofs could last 30 years. I mean, there's no different between that and... uh, architectural shingle like a timberline shingle mm-hmm. multi-tab that could go 30 35 years so it's really just to make sure that you have a great roofing contractor that knows what they're doing and by and large just as a general rule i am always counseling my clients you know because everybody has a budget mm-hmm. right yeah 
especially early on, we go through this on almost every project. We threw way too many goodies in the goodie bag, and then mm-hmm. we get the preliminary price right, back, and right. it's like, okay, okay let's sure. prioritize our list. And I'm always telling them, always the envelope of the house and the water integrity, the tightness of that is paramount because you can always upgrade cabinets or stuff down the road. Mm-hmm. Roof, walls, wall penetrations, meaning windows and doors, do not compromise those. So don't go below like in Anderson, Marvin, Pella mm-hmm. right. kind of line. You want to be there on up. And um, I know I'm, I'm just including kind of the main yeah, brands. Right. There are others that but are, people are good, but, you know, you go up yeah. to low end or you go to H1 or you go to other ones mm-hmm. that are even higher quality. And so, um, sorry, Marvin, I didn't mean to do that to you. <laughs> Actually, I have Marvin's on my house, so they do make a fabulous window. In fact, on this new one that we're mar- working on right now that's on the south shore of um, Medicine Lake, this is an interesting house that kind of splays towards the view, and uh, portions of the house are trying to minimize the width of the mullions, which is that sure. wood chunk between, between where the two front window frames join. And Marvin has a new modern line, and it has an aluminum cover on the inside in that frame. And we have 5 foot by 10 foot sheets of glass, Holy and God. that frame is an inch and a half wide. Mm. Wow. So the whole idea, short of butt glazing where you don't have, like in right. a commercial where you don't have any mullion at all, the wall is going to be about as transparent as we can get it to be with a, you know, a traditional window. residential window. Mm-hmm. Now with that metal frame between, what's the R factor? Or, I mean, what kind of a heat loss is on that then? Um, it's no different than any other. We would have low E. This and Better like, than glass, <clears throat> probably. Well, no, it is the glass. Mullion. I mean the mullion. Oh, um. That's actually such a small percentage of the opening. Um, most of the ratings are taken at the center of the glass okay. to determine what the when you know R value would be or what U value, depending upon which way you're looking at it. So, um, and we have the option of doing triple glazing as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, triple glazing doesn't always give you the payback. You know, it's more of a comfort thing. So, in my experience, emotional comfort. You mean? Well, no, it's a physical comfort because, um, you know, if you're even with uh, dual pane glass, you know, whether it might be it's a one inch thick and Uh and just as an aside, the insulator is the still air. Right. And so the bigger the airspace you have, a three quarter inch, you know, outside to outside face of glass versus a one inch, the one inch is going to give you a better R value. Uh And in triple glaze, that that might be an inch and a quarter thick. And now you have two air pockets. And so... What it, you know, you get that sort of drafty feeling uh-huh. in the winter when it's really cold and yeah, blowing right. on, and if you're sitting near no that window. No matter what you do. So if you go to triple glaze, that kind of solves that problem. Okay. And so it it's really tough from a utility bill standpoint to justify expending the extra money because the payback takes a long time to get that back, you know. If you save 50 bucks a month on your utility bill, oh, my God, you know, how long does it take for, you know, right. to, to recoup that money? And so it's really the comfort of sitting next what to What about um, the, the, when you've got big panes of glass like that and, and uh, the, the flexing that goes on with a, with a big pane of glass in, in winter and summer and heat extremes, temperature extremes and all that, is there the? I think of the problem of you know you go into houses and you see that the seals are broken and you know mm-hmm. the, the, the they're all fogged up and stuff like that. The bigger the glass, I imagine, the harder it is to maintain that. No, no, not true. No, no, not at all. Um, the seal, 
You know, glazing, you know, uh, basically, usually has about a 20-year warranty mm-hmm. against a seal breakage like that. Um, Marvin, Pella, they have a 10-year warranty on everything else and 20-year on the glass. Okay. But, I mean, if you think about, these systems are all designed to have flex. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people don't know that the IDS tower has a six-foot sway built into that. And if you can think of, you know, 50 wow. stories, you know, and the ones that are at the upper reaches... That's where a lot of that flex is happening, mm-hmm. and so, you know, <laughs> they, it, these things are built into the systems, mm-hmm. and so, you know. When we see problems with um, water infiltration into a, into a house or mold, we see evidence of mold when we're looking at homes. You know, it's always a penetration. It's always coming in from around something. People right. say, oh, you've got the windows are bad. You know, most of the time the windows are fine. It isn't the window. Most of the time, and it goes back to our conversation about the roof detailing, the same mm-hmm. thing happens. You know, they had a huge multi-billion dollar stucco problem, and it was all the leakage. Well, what was happening is all the stucco installers, um, you know, they would just trowel the stucco right up to, to the, you know, the, the clad flange on mm-hmm. the side of the window. Well, you got a 16th or a 36-inch gap that eventually is going to happen here because right. we have a 100-degree temperature swing in Minnesota. Right. so. Right. Buildings move a lot more than we think they do. Well, that should have had a J-channel and what's called a soft joint, which would have had like a silicone or urethane sealant Mm -hmm. between the edge of the metal of the stucco and the side of the frame. And that would keep the water out. I mean, stucco's been around since... There's still buildings that the Romans built that have stucco on it. That's not the material Mm -hmm. as the problem. The problem was the detailing. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's run from it, but you don't really have to. You can... You can still use that product. You What's know? the funnest project you're doing right now in the last minute and 10 seconds? Oh, man. What's the funnest one? Uh, I, uh, you know, I am so blessed. I have great work. There's one that I'm working on right now in uh, Minnetonka that uh, empty nesters, they have a sport court underneath a four-car garage, and love he's going to convert that it. into a car, val- car gallery. And so we're working on that right now, and then we're going to redo the master suite at mm-hmm. the same time. But um, that's... That's really fun. That's that's going on. And let the house on, um, you know, that I'm designing right now, it's two metal boxes that are separated by a glass link in between that face the lake. This is the one we've been talking about on mm. Medicine Lake. And then it has a another box of that's the garage that's wrapped in sort of a gray-green limestone. Mm. And uh, so they're kind of platonic shapes, you mm-hmm. know, big rectangle boxes. And so each are treated with different materials and this level of transparency and how the light's going to come through the stairway from the south. Oh, it's just going to be really cool. Yeah, amazing. It's awesome. Randy Buffy, ladies and gentlemen, Buffy Architect, and you can reach him at 612-747-3150. Build yourself a life. 